Hi, this is Rabbi Falk speaking to you again from Telstone on the Neve podcast. We're in the midst of the days of Sfer Sa'imah. Those are the days that it says that the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva died until Lagba'imah Shalonogu Kovod Zevozeh. There was a lack of respect between the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva. And it's a time I think that certainly we should be working on respect, trying to respect each other. There's a beautiful, beautiful pasuk in this week's parsha. Right in the beginning of parsha's Bamidbar, it says, "Su es roish kol adaz bnei Yisrael lemish bechoysom lebeis avoysom b'mispar shemos kol zocher legugulaysom." Every single Jew was counted, but he wasn't just the lush. He's not just count them. It doesn't say tispor. It says "Su es roish kol adaz bnei Yisrael." Chazal says, Su'u is a lotion of pick them up, raise them up, realize how great they are. Su'u is Rosh Koladas Bnei Yisrael. Every single person, when he was counted amongst Kla Yisrael, he wasn't just counted, but he was picked up. The Bramban in the first parak of Sefer Bamidbar in Pasuk Memhei, he says an unbelievable thing. He says, every single Jew came before Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Akoyin. And they were counted. And they not only were counted with the Shkolim, but every single Jew told Moshe Rabbeinu who he was, his name, his father's name, his Yichus. And Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Akoyin saw every single person. And it was an unbelievable covet for every single person an unbelievable schus that every single person had to be able to personally go before Moshe and Aaron, and Aaron listened and contemplated their name. And a name is not just something that, that, a, that a parent gives, but a name defines and describes the essence of the person, who he is, who is koichus, what is koichus are, his strengths. And Moshe and Aaron were able to see by each person and to hear their names and to realize who they were and how special they were. Rabbis, I want to tell you, I believe, a Mary Dikavort. In last week's Parsha, there's the prohibition, the Isser, of when a person has a slave, a Jewish slave is sold to him. And this person you can imagine a person who has to sell himself as a slave or is sold as a slave to another person is a person who's in a very, very low place. His self-esteem definitely has to be damaged and hurt. A person is sold as a slave. We're avodim to Kaddish not avodim to people. And the, the Torah is very careful that the master, the owner, should not degrade the slave and there's a special iser mentioned in Parshas Bahar. The Pasuk says that we should not, we, when, we, when, we, when, we, when we have a slave, we should be very careful how we act with them. Ki avodaihem, the Pasuk says, because the Jews are my, my servants. Asher hotseisi oisam eretz mitzrayim, I took every single one of them out of Egypt. Lo yimachru mimkaras oved, they shouldn't be sold on a, on a, on a, you know, in a, in a normal way that saved, slaves are sold, but with respect and dignity. And then there's a love. Lo sirde boy beforech. The erasa mi 
So the the translation, the simple translation, what is lo sirded boy beforech? You should not subjugate him through hard labor. You should be kind and compassionate. You should understand. You shouldn't make him work so hard. And that is the way that Unklus translates the Pasuk. He says, Lo siflach bekashyu. You shouldn't make him do hard work. So the simple understanding of that is you shouldn't make him schlep tremendous, you know, bricks and stones. And you shouldn't, you should, you should go easy on him. But Rashi brings a Torah's Konim, which is fascinating. And the Rambam Paskins like this Torah's Konim. What is the Isser of Losirde Boi Beforech? Rashi says, Losirde Boi Beforech, Melocha Shalolitzorech, Kedela Anoisoi. You shouldn't give him work to do, which is not necessary work. There's no purpose to the work, just in order to subjugate him. Rashi continues, Al Toimerloi, you shouldn't tell him, go heat up some water for me. Go make me a cup of tea. And then the guy goes and makes the cup of tea. The servant makes the cup of tea for the for the, the master, the owner. He brings him the cup of tea and the guy goes, okay, now pour it out in the sink. I don't need it. Go make me another cup of tea. You're not allowed to do that. Now, I would think that it's much easier for a, a servant it's much less difficult for a servant to make a cup of tea. This master's crazy, right? He wants to make him a cup of tea. I'll make him a cup of tea, and I'll bring him the cup of tea, and he can pour it out, and I'll make him another cup of tea. I would much rather do that than be out in the hot sun carrying 50-pound bags of cement and working in construction. But the issue of Losod, Sirdabah is not not to give him hard work, according to the Tarasconim. You can give him hard work, but it has to be meaningful work. If it's not meaningful work, that's what the Torah's coining says, that you can't do. Why? So Rabbi Sai, I want to tell you, I believe in this in this Torah's coining, there's a tremendous insight. A person is willing to work hard if there's a purpose in what he's doing. But the most degrading thing and the most humbling thing for a person is when the master or the owner of the slave views him as a totally unimportant and unsignificant thing. I don't even need your work. Just go and boil water and pour it out because you're useless. There's nothing that hurts and damages the self-esteem of the person more than when he sees that other people don't respect him. So the Israel Losir de Beforech is not that you shouldn't physically have him do work for you. But it's that you shouldn't destroy this person. You shouldn't destroy the Tzalem Elohim of this person. That's the issue that we see from here. Rabbi said there's a beautiful word. I believe it's Mamish true in the end of Parshish Yisro. After we receive the Torah and we become the Am Kodesh and the Am Segula of HaKadosh Baruch and we receive the Aseris Hadibras and we see we're Zoyche to the Ashros Hashchino we see HaKadosh Baruch Mamish in the end of the parsha, it starts talking about the mizbeach, the the altar which was in the mishkan, and it says that you make v'mizbeach avonim taselu taseli leisivne es and gozis. You shouldn't um, 
carved the stones with, with metal, with a sword, and then it says a very strange halacha. You should not make steps leading up to the Mizbech, but rather you should make a ramp. Why? Because when a person walks up in steps, so Chazal said, you have to, Rashi explains, you have to spread your feet. And even though the Koyanim who were doing the Avoid and walking up to the Mizbech had pants underneath, but he says it's still not respectful to the stones of the, of the, of the, of the stairs going up to the Mizbech. It's disrespectful that you have to spread your, your feet so far going up steps. Therefore, you should make a ramp. Now, the Rashi brings down here, uh, it's an unbelievable thing. You have to listen carefully to the Lushan. Rashi says, He says, we should learn a Kal from this. These stones that are the stones that lead up to the Beis HaMikdosh, they have no intellect or intelligence. They have no understanding that someone is disgracing them. They don't care if a person walks up spreading his legs. Still, Amra Torah, the Torah still says, Since you need these stones, You should not act in a disrespectful way to those stones. Your friend, your fellow man, He's in the image of your Creator. And he's hurt when a person is disrespectful to him. How much more so should a person be careful not to be disrespectful to another human being? Now, Rabbi say it's a beautiful, beautiful message, but there's something, something very strange in the Lushan that Rashi says. Let's read it again. Amra Torah, since you need these stones, since you need the stones that you're walking up, you should not act towards them in a disrespectful way. Rabbi say, I ask you, I don't understand. Why does it say, because you need them, therefore you shouldn't disrespect them. And if we don't need them, so then we can disrespect them? If there's a person that I don't need, he's a loser, he, he doesn't do anything, I don't need him at all. So a person like that I can disrespect? I would think the exact opposite. A person who is a lowly human being, who's not so talented, he's not wealthy, he has, what's, what's, what, he's not important, he doesn't view himself as important. A person like that, it should be even more prohibited to be disrespectful to a, a person like that. A person like that feels so low already. How can you be disrespectful to him? Why does Rashi say, since they're necessary and you need them, therefore you shouldn't be disrespectful to them. What is he teaching us? Rabbi Said is an unbelievable message here. You know why Rashi says, you shouldn't be disrespectful? Because the only way a person can truly show respect to another person is if it's sincere and it's legitimate. If a person really doesn't see in another person any good, he doesn't see in that person anything that he should really respect. But he says, you know what, I'm not going to be disrespectful. I'm going to respect him anyways. That respect is 
is not true. It's not sincere. It's not real. And that person will see right, the, the person will see right through that. He'll realize that you don't really respect him. In order to truly respect someone, we, what we have to do is we have to look at that person and we have to see what's special about that person. What tremendous, what beautiful characteristics does that person have? What good is there in that person? You can't just respect a person by acting nice to the person. Respecting a person is to see in that person what's so good and valuable in that person. Every single Yid was created the image of a Kodesh Baruch Hu B'Tselem Elohim. Every single Jew has beautiful things in him. And if you want to respect him, the only way to respect him is to see that beauty, to see the greatness in every single Jew. Otherwise, you know Yigbo Minik B'Soyim. That, I believe, is why Rashi says, Because you need those stones, because they're necessary. Everything in the Bri, everything a Baruch created is necessary and has Botsarech. That's why by an Eved, the worst thing to do is to, to, to act to him as if, I don't even need you. He, to, to give him things to do that there's no Tzarech in them. Every single Yid is necessary. Every single Yid is special. And that is exactly... Why, when they were counted, it's Suez Rosh B'nai Yisrael, pick them up, look into them, treat them with respect. But don't just treat them with respect. See, look into them, and respect them. Look into each person and see the beauty in every single person. And that is what Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Cohen did when every single person walked before them. They looked at that person, they said, Ah, ah, this is Ruven ben Yaakov, this is, look at this person. Look at how special he is. They saw the beauty in every single person. And Rabbi said, that's what we have to do. We have to open up our hearts that we can see in every Yid, the Milos, like Rabbi Noyach says, the Noyach Melimelech. We have to see Malos Chavirenu, the Milos, the beauty, the greatness in every single Yid. And Merit Hashem, we should be Zoyche. Ki Ishechod, to come together, there should be love with such a, it's such a time of tzaras today. What happened in Miran and the, the missiles in Eretz Yisrael today, we need an achdus and an avas Yisrael that everybody should open their hearts and feel the tzara of everyone else and see the beauty in every single yud. And we should be zeichem, it's Hashem, to a gewaldige kabolos atayra on truas and mitzvah Hashem, we should be zeichem, Together to go up to the base of Mikdosh and to be Magbu Pnei Mushech Zikenu Bimheiro Vyomenu Omen.